This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents the love poetry of John Donne, read by Shakespearean actor Richard Burton. These moving expressions of passion and grief include the apparition and the ecstasy. It is the year's midnight, and it is the day's. Lucy's, who scarce seven hours herself unmasks. The sun is spent, and now his flasks send forth light squibs, no constant rays. The world's whole sap is sunk. The general balm the hydroptic earth hath drunk, whither as to the bed's feet life is shrunk, dead and interred. Yet all these seem to laugh compared with me, who am their epitaph. Study me, then, you who shall lovers be at the next world, that is, the next spring. For I am every dead thing in whom love wrought new alchemy. For his art did express a quintessence even from nothingness. From dull privations and lean emptiness, he ruined me, and I am re-begot of absence, darkness, death, things which are not. All others from all things draw all that's good, life, soul, form, spirit, whence they being have. I, by love's limbeck and the grave of all that's nothing. Oft a flood have we two wept, and so drowned the whole world, us two. Oft did we grow to be two chaoses, when we did show care to aught else, and often absences withdrew our souls and made us carcasses. But I am by her death, which word wrongs her, of the first nothing the elixir grown. Were I a man that I were one, I needs must know. I should prefer, if I were any beast, some ends, some means. Yea, plants, yea, stones detest and love. All, all some properties invest. If I an ordinary nothing were, a shadow, a light and body must be here. But I am none, nor will my son renew. You lovers... For whose sake the lesser son at this time to the goat is run to fetch new lust and give it you. Enjoy your summer all. Since she enjoys a long night's festival, let me prepare towards her, and let me call this hour her vigil and her eve, since this both the years and the day's deep midnight is. When by thy scorn, O murderess, I am dead, and that thou think'st thee free from all solicitation from me, then shall my ghost come to thy bed, and thee, feigned vestal, in worse arms shall see. Then thy sick taper will begin to wink, and he whose thou art then, being tired before, will, if thou stir or pinch to wake him, think thou callst for more, and in false sleep will from thee shrink. And then, poor aspen wretch, neglected thou, bathed in a cold, quicksilver sweat, will lie a verier ghost than I. What I will say, I will not tell thee now lest that preserve thee. And since my love is spent, I'd rather thou shouldst painfully repent 
than by my threatenings rest still innocent. As virtuous men pass mildly away and whisper to their souls to go, while some of their sad friends do say, the breath goes now, and some say, no. So let us melt and make no noise, no tear floods nor sigh tempests move, to a profanation of our joys to tell the laity our love. Moving of the earth brings harms and fears, Men reckon what it did and meant. The trepidation of the spheres, though greater far, is innocent. Dull, sublunary lovers love whose soul is sense, cannot admit absence because it doth remove those things which elemented it. But we, by our love so much refined, that ourselves know not what it is, interassured of the mind, care less eyes, lips, and hands to miss. Our two souls, therefore, which are one, though I must go, endure not yet a breach, but an expansion like gold to airy thinness beat. If they be two, they are two so as stiff twin compasses are two. Thy soul, the fixed foot, makes no show to move, but doth if the other do. And though it in the center sit, Yet when the other far doth roam, it leans and hearkens after it, and grows erect as that comes home. Such wilt thou be to me, who must, like the other foot, obliquely run. Thy firmness makes my circle just, and makes me end where I begun. Where, like a pillow on a bed, the pregnant bank swelled up to rest the violet's reclining head, sat we two, one another's best. Our hands were firmly cemented with a fast balm which thence did spring. Our eye-beams twisted and did thread our eyes upon one double string. So to intergraft our hands as yet was all the means to make us one and pictures in our eyes to get was all our propagation. As twixt two equal armies, fate suspends uncertain victory. Our souls, which to advance their state, were gone out, hung twixt her and me. And whilst our souls negotiate there, we like sepulchral statues lay. All day the same our postures were, and we said nothing all the day. If any so by love refined that he soul's language understood, and by good love were grown all mind within convenient distance stood, he, though he knew not which soul spake, because both meant both spake the same, might thence a new concoction take, and part far purer than he came. This ecstasy doth unperplex, we said, and tell us what we love. We see by this it was not sex. We see, we saw not what did move, but as all several souls contain mixture of things, they know not what. Love, 
these mixed souls doth mix again and makes both one, each this and that. A single violet transplant, the strength, the color, and the size, all which before was poor and scant, redoubles still and multiplies. When love with one another so interinanimates two souls, that abler soul which thence doth flow defects of loneliness controls. We then, who are this new soul, know of what we are composed and made, for the atomies of which we grow are souls whom no change can invade. But, oh, alas, so long, so far, our bodies, why do we forbear? They are ours, though they are not we. We are the intelligences, they the sphere. We owe them thanks because they thus did us to us at first convey, yielded their forces sense to us, nor a dross to us, but a lay. On man, heaven's influence works not so, but that it first imprints the air, so soul into the soul may flow, though it to body first repair. As our blood labors to beget spirits, as like souls as it can, because such fingers need to knit that subtle knot which makes us man, so must pure lovers' souls descend to affections and to faculties, which sense may reach and apprehend. Else a great prince in prison lies. To our bodies turn we then, that so weak men on love revealed may look. Love's mysteries in souls do grow, but yet the body is his book. And if some lover, such as we, have heard this dialogue of one, let him still mark us. He shall see small change when we are to bodies gone. This has been Harper Audio. Harper Collins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kilohertz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly & Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanets.